0: It's the dork. dork Podcast. It's the Dork, dork. Podcast. With Rich Keith. It's the Dort. Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag, hashtag dork. dork Podcast.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. Rogue Von Doge. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Rogue Von Doge? I, a- I, I try to make them episode specific. I know there's okay. no Rogue in X-Men, but I try okay. to make them...
0: Like, oh, I last I last episode, I called you Rodan von Dodan. I got that. If yeah, I understand. got that one. Yeah, that was a good. One. <laughs> if you understand where I'm going, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, Richard. How good. are you today? It's uh, I'm well. It's another double dork week, Ryan. So you know, you know, the people are excited. They, everyone loves a good double
1: dork. Everybody loves a double dorking, and that's what you got in uh, in store today. It's gonna be a full episode. If you listen to our Godzilla episode, that was just a movie review. We're going back to all of the bells and whistles, uh, including this week in hashtag Dork.
0: excited for it i'm excited to be back to, in into a, like a formulaic thing that i'm comfortable with
1: ryan let's start with this jessica jones season three released a trailer about a week before the goddamn show came out talk about just burying this thing and it's going to be out this week and maybe by the time you're listening to this right now jessica jones will be streaming on netflix the final marvel netflix season What's your on a scale of let's say zero to six? Mm-hmm. What is your excitement level for Jessica Jones season three?
0: Two. It's at a two right now. Yeah, like a deuce. After the real stinker deuce. they put out last time, you know, and and the trailers, yeah. the subsequent twailer, trailer trailers twailer. trailers for this season, <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not too gassed up about it. I know because season one was awesome.
1: Like we, we loved was, season was. one. Kristen Ritter is really good as Jessica Jones,
0: and David always, Tennant is awesome.
1: Uh David Tennant was the man. Uh Purple yeah. Man was was awesome. Even her friend, uh played by Rachel Taylor, who is Hellcat. Hellcat, awesome. And I think we're gonna get more Hellcat this season. Yep. So we'll see. It's a good tiebreaker season.
0: Unfortunately, what was the name of that fat shit who like he was like a superhero who like ran really fast? but he was basically oh. like he was basically one of like the mystery men like you yeah, yeah, yeah. only run fast yeah. if you weren't looking at him or some shit the waffler yeah no he was <laughs> he was good though but he, he was that and then immediately died yeah he's dead he's yeah. dead now speaking
1: of netflix the there was a new poster for season 3 of stranger things which came out looks pretty sweet well, It looks fine yeah where are you are you oh, wait a minute hold 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 on
0: are you yeah. softening on stranger things a little bit i'm i'm not Ryan, I think it's one of those things. Like, I hope this is it for this. I think show. it is. I think they said okay. it is. Yeah, I this think they s- they said that though. Well, I know that people say things. People say and things, and then you get like four or five spinoffs, which like makes the original not as good.
1: Yeah. So, would you
0: watch a Will Byers spinoff? No, but I would watch a uh, Dustin and Steve. Yes. Oh, my God. Steven, those, those guys kick
1: ass. I would yeah. I would watch that also. That's a good one.
0: What if they become like high school paranormal investigators and it's like the two of them? I would watch the shit out of that show. I would watch that show. That's a show
1: right yep. there. There we a go. Show. Get a show. Uh, what about the Wonder Woman 1984 poster, which
0: looks like a fucking magic eye contest? Seriously, what are we doing with that? It's a lot of now, color. What if people are like, it's not a sequel to the original Wonder Woman? I'm
1: pretty sure it's a sequel.
0: But they're uh, saying it's not? Um, somebody had a good line where they're like Wonder Woman
1: 1984. Like, looks like I have 1,983 movies to see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, this goddamn I don't DC. Give a shit about I don't give a shit about this anymore. Yeah. I really don't. Okay,
1: all right. Well, I, I think
0: I think it was like Scott Snyder or somebody who's like a big time, or it was like Jim Lee, like a big time comic person. Yeah, was like they're gonna be done like soon. Like basically, DC is just like. Goosing and porking itself Do you have a guess At like what the next
1: thing Like this will be So for example When we were like in high school They started with the comic book movies They weren't really sure But comics had existed forever And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden Now it's like a billion dollar thing Like is there something else That they haven't
0: dug into yet That could be that I'm thinking like Wouldn't it be cool If you have like writers Like Neil Gaiman Who write books on this stuff Or like contemporary books But like mythology like delving into like yeah good myth like greek roman norse mythology i like that That and somehow like tying i mean and that's just you know having the i'm not going to say it but having the background that i have what would one word be to describe
1: you um like if somebody had never met you and i was like i need to know one word that might describe you
0: i am an an incredible amount of mediocrity packed into a very small frame (laughs) See, that's funny because I would just say classicist. I wouldn't say that. I would not (laughs) say that because that's pigeonholing me. You know what I mean? No, I know. I understand that. You can
1: work your way from there, though. It's a good
0: good starting place. My my educational background is in classical languages and mythologies. So uh, that's a good place to start. It is a good place to start. Yeah. Ryan, did you see this trailer that just came out today, Uh, Doctor Sleep?
1: It's a Uh, film that's coming out in November, and it is the – Sequel essentially yeah. to The Shining,
0: yes. So, so yeah. I, 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 would from the title. I haven't seen it, but from the title, I knew that uh, there's a Stephen King book called Doctor Sleep, which is a, a sequel to. He yes, actually wrote the book. He did. So he wrote mm-hmm. the book like
1: in 2013, though. Like he yes. wrote it way after The Shining, mm-hmm. and Ewan McGregor plays the role of the boy, like the little Danny, right? Danny, yeah. Little, little, little Danny is now grown up. And still has like the shining stuff. And so the movie's called Dr. Sleep. It comes out in November. Um,
0: I'm intrigued. I mean, there's a chance this could absolutely be, suck. but It could stink. I mean, my mom is probably like the biggest Stephen King fan like I've ever, I've ever met. Let's get her on the pod. Seriously. And so you think of like a regular bookshelf, like a six foot or seven yeah. foot high bookshelf with like five shelves. Yeah. She has every Stephen King book. Oof. Every yeah. one. Next time you talk to her, ask her what she thinks of Dr. Sleep. And I was just about to I so I asked her about it, and she's like, oh. Well, you know, mm. it's a sequel. It's like it's not yeah. as good as The Shining, but it's like the idea is good, is what she said.
1: It's interesting, and it's funny too that they, they got you and McGregor too. So like they're mm-hmm. going for it. It's not like they're just casting a nobody
0: and hoping that it's a good story. Like they got a real guy to do it. So Did I ever tell you the story at the time I met Stephen King? I don't know if you did. did There's a story when I was working at the toll booth. Every uh, every good story I have is when I was working at the Tollbooth. I think you have told me, yeah. but why don't you tell the podcast? So, I worked at uh, on '93 right by the liquor store. Yeah, in '93 in uh, I believe Hooks at, uh, it was Hooksit, New Hampshire. Yeah, uh, that's my was my college job. And one night I was working the twelve to eight midnight to eight shift, and around one o'clock in the morning, this like mid '90s green Ford Taurus wagon. I nice. remember that specifically because yeah. I. Basically, that's what Stephen King drives. And I'm like, that's the weirdest thing that ever. Play, he drives right? like a mid-90s. Like, you, you remember the one I'm talking with? Like, it looked like an oval kind of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So he pulls, but he pulls into the lane and he pulls so far to the right that he actually has to get out of the car. <laughs> to,
1: <laughs> this like, is pay way or
0: Easy Pass. Yeah. So he got, well, we didn't have Easy Pass in New Hampshire, but we had tokens. Easy did. So he came and bought, he handed me a twenty and bought four rolls of tokens. Nice, but he—I I only knew it was him because he had to actually get out of the car. He's a tall drink of water, and he's just standing in my. La- I'm like, hey, and I—I <laughs> I, I, I said hello to him, and he was very nice, and he—he he drove away. That's pretty good. And I went in. I went in on my break. I'm like, oh my god, like Stephen King came through, and they're like, yeah, he comes through all the time
1: because he <laughs> like lives in how, Maine. That's so how we he get like, home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I didn't know. Oh well, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's my Stephen King story. I like
1: it. Very yeah. nice. Ryan, this is a busy episode. I know it's the the uh, the Dork Phoenix episode and Dork all. Dork Phoenix, yep. But we just had E3, so I know you have
0: a lot to get to oh, right Oh, yeah, we do. It's time for Davey's
1: Video Game minute, Game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute.
0: All right, so how I'm going to break this down this week, all right? Um, there was a lot of games that come out, a lot of big titles. So I'm going to break this down by the, the, do the, the 10 most viewed trailers on YouTube that are like the biggest, the biggest ones. Okay. So all the stuff from E3. Yeah. That makes sense. So number 10 coming in with three, like 3 million views was Watch Dogs. Uh, it's oh, called yeah. Watch Dogs yeah. Legion. Um, and this is kind of a cool idea. Um, so, you I don't know if you played the original Watch Dogs. It's basically like Grand Theft Auto, but you're like a hacker and you mm-hmm. can like hack into like people's phones and like manipulate them and whatever. So, now you don't play as one character. Like, you meet characters and they join your squad. Okay. But everyone's a permadeath. So, if you're playing as like somebody uh-huh. and you're like leveling up with this person and you die or you get caught, you okay. have to go to the next person. And okay. then level that person up. All right, so everything's permadeath, which it's, it Probably seems like yeah. a real frustrating, but actually like really cool because you can play the way you want to play, and you could do what you want to do, and I don't know. It lo- it seems really cool, and this was kind of the crown jewel of like Ubisoft, what they did at E3. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, it's Minecraft. It's basically Legos, yeah. uh, but now it's like a dungeon crawler, uh, which is it's whatever. It's Minecraft. If you're into that, great. Same. In in speaking of that, if this is your thing, great news. Uh, Dragon Ball Z um, has a new game called like Kakarot or K A K A R O T. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Right. Uh, Big news from Nintendo. They are releasing a sequel to Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game, which people are going bananas about. Mm -hmm. I I will say this. I love. I need to get a Nintendo Switch. I realize that because. Nintendo's doing some really good things with the Switch, uh, especially Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which comes out in about a month. But they released, uh, people are going batshit for Zelda and Animal Crossing, which is like this little, like, great. I mean, (laughs) not my cup of joe, uh, but but people are going crazy about that. Um, I did some coverage, uh, and by the way, that that trailer has 5 million views and counting, uh, coming in at number six. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake. So, I actually, from Mammoth Gamers, our friend at Mammoth Gamers, who hosts our podcast, who put it out there, who do all sorts of great things for us, um, I covered the Square Enix press yeah. conference this year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, they are putting out uh, probably, they did a lot of Final Fantasy stuff, but probably the two best Final Fantasy games I've played are 7 and 10. Um, and they're remaking 7. Uh, with a whole new combat system, it looks really cool. If you want to know my thoughts on that, check it out mammothgamers.com. I did a whole write up on it. Blah, blah 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 blah. Uh, number five, 6.6 million views. FIFA 20, uh, yeah, they always, rolled this out, solid. so they're doing this thing called uh, it's called like Volta, which is basically like FIFA Street. Remember, like they had like NBA, NFL Street, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. NBA Street. So now they're doing like it's FIFA Street is basically back, okay, uh, where it's like indoor, like box soccer. That's which pretty cool, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, number four um xbox's big thing was halo infinite so the chief is back master chief is back in Mm. halo people are very excited about it uh they also came out with something they're calling project scarlet um which is a new console Mm. so great good for xbox i'm out on xbox though number three now we're getting into the good shit here we go um three with 11.7 million views jedi fallen order now this game actually looks pretty sweet yeah it does they're um, thugs. especially when, um, they had the character who the guy is the kid who played the Joker in Gotham. Yeah, I know. I know exactly. I and he was know on that show, yeah. shameless. And yes, I, I yeah. just don't know his name. Yeah. Um, but he actually like freezes time and then force grabs a stormtrooper and then moves him in front of his own bullet. Yeah. And it, Like if Pretty you curious. can do stuff like that and you can kind of freestyle, I mean, I'd be all in on this game. Yeah, um, no,
1: it looks pretty good. They need a, they need another good Star Wars game. Yeah, so Star I mean, Wars I have games a,
0: have been pretty hit or miss. Yeah, and like playing the Force uh, was it the Force Awakens, not the Force Awakens, but Force Unleashed. Oh, Force, Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah, yeah. that, oh, that game was, was awesome. Yeah, so hopefully good. it's a little bit of that and a, a little bit of uh, Old Republic where it's a little RPG style. Yeah. Like if it's a blend of those two, I think they got a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really cool. The uh, the Jedi's droid on his back looks pretty sweet. Yeah, so. I like that. Number 2, and this is kind of a big one, 16.5 million views. Again, you can see my write-up on this whole thing. Marvel's The Avengers. What did Ooh. you think of this?
1: Uh, it took me a minute to get like adjusted to or right, this is what they're making the Avengers look like. Yes. Right. It think, is, it's yeah. a little jarring at first because, you know, they could they could have made them look exactly like the MCU characters they if they wanted to. They could have. Yeah. But so they're all a little bit different. I am excited though. Especially, you know, the Arkham series are some of my favorite games. We love the Spider-Man game. So these superhero games can be some of the best ever. And it's about time the Avengers got a treatment like this. Uh, so I'm in. I'm, I'm absolutely in. and I'm looking forward to some of the multiplayer stuff.
0: Teams of four and, yep. and things like that. So the one thing that they have going for them. And I've seen some. They did some toy models uh, for this game specifically. And from what I'm hearing all of the the things that people have a problem with that being the um the way the characters look like the models mm-hmm. you can customize your entire character so if you play as iron man it's like anything like you upgrade you get skins you yeah. can mix and match you can do different color schemes cuz the one that i saw they did this toy model of this game's iron man and it was actually he had like black it had like a black yeah, okay. red and gold suit so like it, i'm i'm getting the sense that you can swap parts out, so to speak. Okay. Um yeah, you can be, really really make it look pretty unique. And make it your own. And the other thing too, and which is super exciting about this, and I kind of went bananas when I was streaming it, um any character that they add to the game, any content they add to the game, like they did in Spider-Man, are all free. That's awesome. That's one of which the great things about uh Overwatch. Yes. You know, like we're
1: still playing Overwatch three years later. And how do you do that? Well you don't price people out of it. You don't say, Well, what am I doing? And not, you know, certain people can only play so many levels. Like I remember yeah. that was a thing we ran into with Gears of War back when I was playing that. And it was they introduced new maps, but it was like you had to download the new maps and not everybody had the new maps. And so then I was like, What the hell? So, so then it this, screwed up your matchmaking and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, so if all of a sudden and I know people like you were talking about how people really wanted Hawkeye, so fine. But he wasn't in yeah. there yet. But yeah, what is,
0: everybody will get him and then you can yeah. play him and everything else. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be awesome. Like you said, a four person a four person co-op. Uh, when you're playing the story, playing missions, I'm guessing it's gonna be like a completely wide open thing. So wouldn't it be cool to be like, all right, like my main character is Thor, mm-hmm. and then you're Hulk, and then someone mm-hmm. else is like Black Widow or whatever. And then as the characters grow, yeah, like you bet your bottom dollar that like no one else is playing Spider Man but me. I call it. That's right. it. I understand. I understand? feel like
1: four is on the on the low side. Four's on the low side, but like, I mean, I'm it'll be fun. It'll be good, but I just feel like the Avengers. I mean, the original Avengers themselves. What was it, six? Like six. Like, there's more. There's room yeah. for more. But whatever. It's a good starting place. I'm, I'm excited. And, and it's not till May 2020. We right? excited to see uh, Hank Pym show up. Oh the, yeah, younger uh, Hank good, Pym. Good pop for Hank Pym. But Although it was funny, like at,
0: woman abuser. But on the uh, on the in the during the press conference, like I don't think people knew who he was. Yeah, like, who's this? He, and he's like, hey. hey they call them like Hank. They never said Pim. They just call them Hank. Hank. Yeah. And I'm like, why I'm doing it on a stream? Like, Hey idiots. Like that's <laughs> Hank Pim. Like that's it's Hank McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. yeah. So anyway, so the number one game that, and this got E3 going absolutely crazy. 17.1 million views and counting cyberpunk 2077, 2077. Hell yeah. Got Keanu Reeves into the game. And then he showed up on stage yeah. and just like blew people away. He's the man. Is there anyone who's having a better summer right now than uh, Keanu Reeves? But it's also amazing when you take people who were like super
1: famous in the 90s. Yeah. And then you say, all right, how are they not only relevant, but actually cooler now? Right. It's insane. Like he had a
0: really good run for a while. And and he's cooler now. He is cooler now. Um, He's absolutely cooler now. Did you see on Netflix there's a movie called Always Be My Maybe? With Ali Wong and the guy who plays the FBI agent Ant Man. Yeah, I saw the preview for um, it. Yeah, I think they showed this in the trailer. I'm not sure, but Keanu Reeves has a cameo in that movie. Okay, and he crushes it. I bet he's, he's unbelievable in the movie. So uh, he's the best part of the movie for me. But he's the man. It's a decent movie, decent rom com. If you want to watch it with your significant other, that's sure. a good one to watch.
1: Who's to say that? Who? Who's, who's to, to say? say I wouldn't
0: you know? Uh, but that's a. And then, again, I know there's a ton more stuff at E3 that I'm not talking about, but. We hit the high points. Those are, yeah, those are. We could do ones. a whole episode on this. This has been yeah. like 10 minutes of video game minute, and we got to move on. All right, Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? Uh, is it Keanu Reeves?
1: It should be Keanu Reeves. Yeah, we're gonna call a hot route here. We're going Keanu Reeves movies. Um, <laughs> no, it's well, it's the topic of the day, and the oh, topic okay. of the day, Ryan, is Dark Phoenix, Dork Phoenix, Dork Phoenix, which is one hour and 54 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Last checkup on the Rotten Tomatoes. 23% by the critics, 64% by the audience. Yep. We'll begin as we always do in our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Let me ask you, Ryan,
0: did you like it? Nah. Ah, nah. Didn't like it. Nah. And no. I, I and I'll we'll get into it. But yeah. I know. As you know we'll get into it, but yeah, I just no. Not really. Fuck. I know. And I
1: let me let me start out by saying this. I am, if you take say like year two thousand, Rich Keefe. Yep. So pre-MCU, pre like these movies really getting going, yep. I am a comic fan. And I would probably say the X-Men are my favorite thing. Like I enjoyed the yes. X-Men at that time more than the Avengers. Even that time, probably more than Batman. And like since then, yep. I enjoy the Batman comics more. But I am a huge x-men fan so i love the first x-men movie love the second one obviously the third one was very good but i consider myself a bit of an x-men like apologist i love the cartoon i loved all the video games i love yep. the arcade it was also good but this was definitely kind of like man but just here's like the a, thing. a running out the clock situation we'll
0: get into this more but like yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was a running out the clock thing a lot of actors um kind of nailed it the- in
1: And it's like a dream. I mean, I know they've used these characters or these actors for a lot of movies, but you're looking at it and you're seeing on screen James McAvoy, who we love, like we've talked about in Split and everything else, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Sophia Turner, who in Game of Thrones, it was hard to tell if she was a great actress or not a great actress or whatever. But in this, I thought she was really good.
0: So there were two people who I thought were really good. She was good. Yeah. And Fassbender was awesome. Yes. Everyone else sucked. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought McAvoy it depended. It depended. I thought there were some good things from there were some scenes yeah. where you're just like, come on, dude.
0: So you know? what did you make of the story of Dark Phoenix? Um the, the Dark Phoenix story, and again, I mean, this it's not as ambitious as Infinity War or But the Dark Phoenix saga is like the landmark. Yeah. Like collection of that's X-Men the, stuff. That's the X-Men story. That, that is it. it. Like that's yeah. like the, the nucleus of the whole thing. And it's so hard without explaining everything that has happened in this universe to nail that down. Yeah. It's very fantastic. Incredibly it's incredibly difficult. Yeah, it is. And it's also
1: like they took one shot at it before half-assed in X-Men The Last Stand.
0: Yes. And uh, this might be a bit of a hot take. They did a better job in this movie of explaining it than they did in X3. This is a better movie than X3. Oh, way, way better. But that doesn't say much. That doesn't say much, but it's like in the pantheon of X-Men movies. I mean, someone said this is the longest running, the longest consistently running franchise in like the in like comic book movie history. Yeah, because they tied them all together and, and X-Men 1 came out in what, 2000? Like 99 or 2000. Yeah. So it's like it's like 19 or 18
1: years. But X-Men The Last going. Stand is a horrible movie. Oh, yeah. I could on my iPhone film me pouring a bowl of like frosted flakes. Yeah. And it would get reviewed better than X-Men the Last Stand. <laughs> and they would say how brave you were for choosing like, frosted Jesus flakes. Jesus Christ, look at just the right amount of milk he put
0: in there. Like just he knew exactly <laughs> what so is it the – Is the right coming. amount of milk just so you see the top of it? You just see it. Uh Do you have to he, see the milk for it to be a right amount of milk. Yes. But only just. Barely. Yes. You okay.
1: don't want you don't want to see, you don't no. want it to cover up everything, but just no. enough so you know it's there. Yep. Because you want it all to be, you know, milk infused, but you don't want it to be soggy. Over, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, then, then you're kind of screwing yourself. We are completely off the rails here. Okay. The action of Dork Phoenix. Uh, See, I thought, I thought, Oh well, forgettable is actually a great word for this movie. Um, It's
0: sadly forgettable. That's the worst thing you can say. The best part was Fassbender was, a Magneto was awesome. I thought the... Once, act, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Once Nightcrawler decided to fight... Yes, Nightcrawler was, was good. Now, it wasn't X2 Nightcrawler.
1: No. X2 was as good as you're going to see. But I thought almost every character got to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, they sort of showed off like what they're capable of. So I thought the action actually wasn't bad. Um, the acting, again, kind of all over the place. Like, you yeah. have, like, Oscar winners. You got just, like, random people off
0: the street. I mean, Jessica Chastain's in this movie, too. Well, that's... And I was going to... She's in this. She's an Oscar winner. Yeah. Wow. And you basically have her play, like, a basic robot. Didn't she kill Bin Laden? She did. Yeah. Pretty good. And then you had, like, her just playing, like, this, like, emotionless robot who, like, oh. you didn't you didn't need Jessica Chastain for that. You could have oh, picked God. anybody. You know?
1: the, was there comedy?
0: Uh, I mean, they I They tried. Was- Quick, the little Quicksilver stuff was... Oh, boy.
1: That's another whole fucking thing to get into. Yeah. Ryan, um, you're a smart guy. Explain the X-Men timeline. <laughs> I don't think it's a trick question. Yeah, it's a, no one can. It, it's a trick question because basically you had X-Men and X-Men 2 and then X-Men 3. And then they're like, alright, that's its own thing. And then they're like, let's spin off and do some Wolverine shit, which is horrible. And then First Class starts up. And when First Class came out, you're saying, this is really good. Is this its own thing? Is this tied in with that? Is it mm-hmm. separate? I can't really tell. Professor X and Mystique are best friends, whereas in X-Men and X-2, they looked like they'd never met each other before. Right. And in this one, they're like, stepbrother and sister or whatever. Or like, adopted sister or whatever you want to call it. And then they come out with uh, Days of Future Past, which compl- which tells you right now these are the same universe. Yep. Like uh, McAvoy turns into Stewart. Right. And Fast right. Spinner turns into Ian McClellan. Like we're gonna tie them in
0: together. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually loved that movie. That though. was cool because it was really good. And you came back and like James Marsden was Cyclops again, and he was yes. like patting like Hugh Jackman on the shoulder and Fanka yeah. Jansen was there as Dean Gray. Like they, they did a good job of like resetting it. So, so it's
1: pretty cool. And then it also wipes out last
0: stand. Like, and also th- technically happen. all three of them. No, I think parts of those ones are st- still stand. But here's what trips me out, is that this movie takes place in 1992. So you're telling me that in in like a span of eight years, that Magneto and Professor X age like 40 years? Yep. Okay. That's
1: what I'm telling you. You know, take it or or leave it. All right. Take it or leave it. And then like, so Storm and Jean Grey, like we're going to recast them all. But not only are you going to recast them all, but now you're just completely altering their ages. Right, you know what I mean. Like, think about how
0: old Jean Grey was, and then we throw Dazzler in there for no reason. Got to have Dazzler in there.
1: You're like, what the, <laughs> frig? What the frick?
0: What the frick? The uh, frick. And then,
1: so then, so anyway, but first class and Days of Future Past to me, it's reminiscent. If you're just taking the movie, is like X Men the first one and X Two, where like yeah. really strong, and then they follow it up. They end sort of that mini trilogy with a dump. Apocalypse, not as bad as Last Stand, but Apocalypse was wildly forgettable. Oh, my God. That movie stunk. And you know what's weird, too? is So not only, as I mentioned before, I love the X-Men. And as you know, Ryan, I also love shared universes. Sure do. And I love continuity. And yet, X-Men, you unfortunately have to throw it out the window. It's so hard for me to do this, as you can imagine. But you basically, when you go see Dark Phoenix or when you go see one of these movies, you have to try to just enjoy that movie. Right. Because you will lose your fucking mind if you try to figure out, all right, uh, Cyclops, is this the same Cyclops as James Marsden? Is it not? Like, Has he always been there? And like, so is Beast Kelsey Grammer down the fucking road? Like, Eventually. Yeah, so that, it's, <laughs> it's just too much. And then you're like, so who knows of the Days of Future Past stuff? And then when you're like, when you really want to screw yourself up, you're like, so is this all just like a prequel to Logan? Like all of this is a prequel <laughs> to Logan? all roads like it (laughs) sucks
0: it it sucks yeah and then deadpool question mark here does he come in (laughs) is this the is it the deadpool that gets his mouth sewn shut or is it the Uh, actual deadpool so there are
1: 12 x-men movies and now i was reluctant to include deadpool as an x-men movie but there's just so much like colossus is in it Oh, these characters are in it
0: yeah right Right. So, in Dead in Deadpool too, like McAvoy is in it. Like yeah. Nicholas Holt who plays Beast, like he's in it. So it's no,
1: so they count. They so they, they absolutely count. Now, I'm not yeah. I'm not counting the uh like the PG thirteen version, the once upon a deadpool. No, don't count that. Throw no. that out. So there's twelve X Men movies. Mm-hmm. Uh off the top of my head, this is how I would rank them. Logan number one. Yep. Days of Future Past number two. Okay. Deadpool number three, yeah. X two, number four. Okay. Deadpool two, number five. X Men six. X Men first class seven. Although that seems really low for first class. And then I think I like, yeah, I think there's sort of a dividing line there. Yes, there's seven great, uh, very good to great X Men movies. Logan's maybe one of the best comic
0: movies ever made. I agree. I would put I would split it into thirds if it were me. Okay. It's like a top four, middle four, a bottom four.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Because then where I was going after first class would be uh, maybe the Wolverine, like the the one he's in Japan. That one. Yeah. This movie that we just saw, Dark Phoenix, then Apocalypse. And then the two worst movies are in either order, X Men, The Last Stand, and Origins Wolverine.
0: Yes. I I don't think Dark Phoenix, I don't think this is as bad as that. No. Okay, but I would. This movie is better. It's in the bottom third, but only just. Yeah, I it's, think it's it's better than Last Stand. It's better than Wolverine Origins. Yep, and, and Apocalypse it's, and Apocalypse. It's better than those, but it's still in the bottom third. Yeah, so it's probably top. It's like the the Wolverine, the one where he's in Japan. It's like that. Yeah, it's the, it's like I would put those. You
1: could flip flop those because I really like First Class, Days of Future Past. The first two they ever made both yep. Deadpools and obviously Logan like I li- right. I like all those movies a lot it's just these ones stink it's be- it's similar to now it's not at, there's not as many but it's similar to all the spider-man movies right now they' they're not in the same universe but nope. like when a spider-Man movie is good it's amazing right. and then when it's bad it is real trash yes so that's kind of what we're looking at here there's no mid or end credit scene
0: they just yeah just mailed it in man. They Which again like
1: because Fox made this and then now they're like now the Disney owns the X Men character so it's sort of a
0: weird spot. This movie was also supposed to come out last year and Disney came out and Marvel movies came out and Marvel Studios that they are in no rush to reboot this. No and that's probably smart. And just let the room air out a little bit. Stinks yeah. in there. Let it <laughs> let it air out. You know. Is this a? Would you recommend this as a theater movie? No. Nope. No reason to see it in the theater. What is your hashtag dork score? Uh, pfft. yeah, somewhere between a two and a three. So again,
1: and maybe it's just because of my love of the characters, I'm gonna give it a three. Now, right, and I'll give it a two. Okay, that's that's uh, fucking fair. Yeah, you know, I, I can't even really argue
0: with you on <laughs> so that. So we again, it's like Godzilla. We'll land at a two and a half between the two of us. Yeah, what, did I give Godzilla a three? You I think gave I it did. a three. I gave it no. I gave it a two and a half. I think I gave it a two and a half or a two, and you said a three because of the sweet monster act. We're, we're, it's another two and a half for us.
1: Yeah, it is. Because this was like, again, I thought there were some cool action scenes and it wasn't a complete waste. Whereas, like, Apocalypse, I remember leaving Apocalypse being like, what did I just see? What was that? Like, did yeah, I didn't like care. I was, I was I angry. Yeah. I was
0: angry at Apocalypse. I wasn't angry with this movie. I wasn't as, no, that's a good point. But it was like, this is
1: it. And, like, kind of ending the X Men, uh, Kind of bizarre universe, really, on a, with a whimper. Yeah, but all yep. right. So three. Oh, so did you like Brightburn more than this? Yes. Yeah, I think they're close, though. I actually, that's you like Brightburn more than I did. I didn't love Brightburn. Brightburn, the story and the idea of Brightburn is better than this. I'm more amazed cool. that they actually got away with making Brightburn. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do they have to pay the guys who invented Superman because they're like, we basically just to. took your idea and just did a bet, like did an evil version. <laughs> yeah. That's like, we should just start taking like ideas and then doing the exact opposite of it. And be like, that's our, that's our fresh take hey, on it.
0: Our fresh take on it. You don't, <laughs> Do we stand it with new eyes? You don't, you just don't get it. What do you guys, what do you guys think of that? All right. So I, had this, I, I think I, I mentioned this to you before. Like I had this idea of doing this graphic novel about like the X-Men, but like, you know, how like when you see the school, right? Yeah. And there's all these like kids that are clearly mutants or else they wouldn't be there, but you don't know what they do. Yeah, Like, who are the four or five, like, technically they're mutants, but they have, like, terrible powers? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing that's frustrating, is they
1: cast... there's a million x-men like if you if you read there's a million x-men and some of the ones they they choose to have in it and then the ones they choose to like not have involved it's very bizarre like i don't know who's in charge of that
0: but i I would love to write a graphic novel about it's like technically they're gifted because they have an ability but it's like doesn't it's like doesn't matter anymore like one kid like yeah he doesn't have like he can speak to like rotary phones (laughs) wasn't it like Family Guy did that was yeah, like, like the bad like the fingernails or mags, whatever. fingernails could grow out or More. like a kid who's like yeah I can control like radio frequencies and they're like well, it's cool but like no one uses those anymore like yeah it's right not... yeah that's, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. man yeah like, like one person's just they can they they're like essentially human spell
1: check and you're like yeah we don't we don't need you to be able to yeah. spell well like all these yeah, devices I have that on my phone spell. like they all yeah. do
0: it. Yeah, it's like, well, and just what, what do those word. kids do? Like, when every, <laughs> yeah. like, when everyone's gone, like, what do they yeah. do? Because they're not going to take them anywhere. No, they just take them. They're they're just in class. Yeah. Anything else? Non spoiler. Uh, no. What about a mutant power that I can tell you what the weather's going to be tomorrow? That's super important. I'd like that. <laughs> well, like, I have Are that you, on my phone too. No, you can't like, control it. No, but I just can tell you that it's going to rain yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> I can tell you when it's raining <laughs> <laughs> without looking. <laughs> Uh, it's raining. Yeah, no shit. Well, I know, but that's my power. Yeah, we got to come up with some characters that <laughs> yeah. have like the worst, the have, worst uh, mutability. I have my uh, one-on-one meeting with uh, Professor Charles Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> like, how's that power yeah. development going? Oh, it's great. But like, you know, uh, no one's using radio anymore, so <laughs> to talk to each other. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but
1: nobody is. else can do what I do. It's like, no, I know. Well, oh, I get fine. It.
0: <laughs> I know when I'm hungry. Like, what do, what do you mean? That'd be awesome. I know when other people need to eat. Right. You know when other people need to eat. No, no, I yeah. know when I need to eat. Yeah, like, and no, like no, if someone's gonna go thing. into like, yeah, diabetic shock, like I know. Yeah, like, if their blood sugar's too low, right. like I can tell. They're like we train dogs to do that. <laughs> like
1: no, I no, no I but know, I can do it. But I, you don't need to train the dog. Let me <laughs> take out the middleman. That's what I do. <laughs> like that's not helpful for yeah. fuck's sake. Brian, spo- should we go into spoilers? Yeah, let's spoil it. All right, so one of the things that I saw in this and obviously this is it's sort of the Dark Phoenix saga like in in a way, but when we're talking about the actors and actresses that were in this and have been in this for so long and how in some of the X-Men movies Jennifer Lawrence is like she's Jennifer Lawrence and then yep. in other ones she's like I want out. All I could imagine is when she dies off in this movie when Mystique is killed, yeah. I could only envision Jennifer Lawrence reading the script and finding where she died and being like,
0: "Thank god that's exactly what what i was thinking and you could tell from the (laughs) second you saw her on the screen because her makeup looked like shit oh yeah the whole thing yeah and and she just wanted she could not get out of there fast enough but the line she's going to be remembered for is the one i had the biggest problem with when she comes back after they do their space mission or whatever right and she says to charles xavier something about i'm paraphrasing but like you know, it's the women who are saving the men on these you should call it, you should think of changing oh, the name. X women. Which okay, fine. I'm all i have I there's a lot of women in my life, I get yes. it. But the yes. fact that on said mission, yeah, she did nothing. <laughs> she did nothing. Right. Quicksilver and Nightcrawler did all the work. Right. And then Dean Gray, they obviously sent yeah. her around there, and that's what happened. But yeah, but you're she's right. just sitting in the chair. Like telling people what to do. Like she didn't do anything. Well, they fucking
1: I mean, they really they were getting after Charles Xavier in this. They were really pissed at him were. For, for all of his thoughts. Which is which is kind credit. of like a
0: shitty character change for him. Like he went way off the rails, didn't he? A little bit. Yeah. Like the thing about like his ego and that's yeah. very out of character. And it's kind of a break in what we know Charles Xavier to be, but um Yeah, I don't know. Um I, I hear you. And then oh, so the other guy, so we mentioned Quicksilver before.
1: So he had kind of been the highlight of like the last couple of movies. Like there's, yeah. all, you're, you know, you're getting one amazing Quicksilver scene, like days of future past, which actually I just love the whole movie anyway, but yeah, there's some, that Quicksilver scene is ridiculous. Like it's is so that the moment well they,
0: they blow up the school and he's running through the whole school, grabbing the kids. That I believe was apocalypse. This is the oh, one yeah, yeah. where this they, the one. where they're breaking out Magneto. Yes. That was the, probably one of the coolest singular scenes in a comic book movie I've ever seen. It was awesome. It was so yeah. awesome,
1: and everybody like makes fun of the Fox movies. And again, there's, which is kind of unfair because some of them are really good. But the fact that the MCU tried to use Quicksilver, they put him in a movie, they killed him off, and he was useless. <laughs> this and they never said the name Quicksilver. No, they're not allowed to. They're yeah. not. They're not allowed to. And so this one, yeah. So even in Apocalypse, Apocalypse is bad. But the school scene, you're like, okay, cool, good, good use of Quicksilver and you yeah. know him running around and all that stuff. But this one, it was like. They like kind of half did one, and like you know, Jean Grey. They did show off Jean Grey's powers or Phoenix. Like they they did that, and then yep. some, which uh, was cool. There was yeah. some cool effects there, and like the reveal too, like the her backstory where like she thought she killed her parents, and then it turns out that the dad just was like giving her up, and like that whole yeah. thing. Like that was fine. Like that was. They did a pretty good job telling that story.
0: But yeah, Quicksilver and Mystique were both like nothings in this movie. No, and here's the one other scene that bothered me in the space mission too remember there was this whole thing where like nightcrawler was like going out into space and quicksilver did a whole thing with like duct taping a helmet to him yeah and then he took gene with her who somehow can breathe in space yeah yeah th- well i mean she's the most power- powerful mutant what do you want right. from like you went through the trouble of like showing like this guy needs a helmet to complete this mission right but gene didn't yeah i don't know that didn't make any sense.
1: I don't know. And then also, again, what's confusing is, just to go back to the timeline for a minute, like when they get Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is already like an established dude, and then they find him in X2, and he becomes a mm-hmm. thing because they like brainwash him. Remember, he has like the attack on yeah. the president, which is, again, one of the best scenes cool scene. in X-Men history. And then this one, he's like a
0: lifelong X-Men. Like he's like in it with as a kid. Yeah. They can't really make fucking heads or tails that of that. Kid kid's just getting weirder and weirder looking, huh? Uh, yeah. Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah. He's odd, like Odd he, Duck. He looked like when he did when he was a little kid, they just like stretched him out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what yeah. was he in? He was in uh The Road. Um he was in, I believe he was in uh Let Me In, not let the right one in, but like, let me in. Yes. He played Owen. He played in Owen, that. He played he Owen. in that. You're yeah. absolutely right. That's, that's what I remember. And I'm he from. looks like they just like, he's like taffy. Like they just stretched him out. <laughs> he's like so gangly. That is true. But he was, uh, I liked Nightcrawler, The Nightcrawler is one of my favorite X-Men.
1: Nightcrawler's a great X-Men and he helped make this movie like salvageable. Like yes. it only got to a three because some of the cool X-Men scene or some of
0: the cool Nightcrawler stuff that they did with him. But didn't the same with him too? Like Beast and Mystique and him, like the major makeup like looked off to me. Yeah, the makeup did look off.
1: Uh Beast was actually pretty good though, like action scene wise. Like him yeah, running yeah. and fucking trucking
0: people. But even he then, like good. you could see like Man, the it didn't look right. things like stuck yeah. to his face. Like you could see the shit. Yeah, that's like, true. It was bad.
1: Cyclops and Storm, I thought both had some decent enough action scenes. And again, right? like, what
0: is Storm is one of like the <laughs> central X Men figures, and they can't figure that character out. We're just gonna figure out what Storm's deal is because, like, you think Halle Berry like had just won an Oscar, she comes back for like X two, yeah, like doesn't have any lines. Mm, no, and then the problem was
1: they made up so in X the Last Stand. They spent all their money, I think, on Halle Berry and Hugh Jackman, and they gave them all the lines, and they made them do everything, and they killed off the other characters, and it was like all them, and it was awful. It yeah. was just terrible. But like they just can't figure out. Story. No, they don't. They don't. And so one of the one of the biggest problems with this movie was the Jessica Chastain character. Yeah, because and this is always a red flag to me. Now I, I guess there's probably some examples where it, it's not so bad, but Marvel Comics and DC Comics have been around for like a hundred years. There's so many well-developed characters. And when I read that Jessica Chastain's character was like a combination of several characters, I'm like, stop right there. Yeah. You don't need to start making up characters now. Like there are so there are so many well-established characters. And so I didn't. She was bad. And she ended up being like really important. And it was like, who is this? What are we doing here? It was one of the letdowns, you know, yeah. because Magneto, I get it. You can't have Magneto be the villain every single time. I get it. And the, really the bigger issue here is Phoenix and what she's doing, but they needed to do
0: something else. And it was not like whatever the hell her character's name was. Well, everyone seemed to forgive her very quickly. And what's, what's up with beast heel turn for that like five re- minutes? Well, I feel like we missed a scene. Yeah. Cause like he turns heel, right? Cause obviously and then he he's was,
1: fine again. Cause that fucking bugs me. That was even though that even happened in, in civil war in a way where like iron man is mad at captain America and winter soldier. And you're like, dude, winter soldier was brainwashed like, and yet he, he's still so mad and he can't handle it. And like the same with this is like, they were so mad at mystique. He's like, now we got, or so mad at Jean gray for killing mystique. it's so now we got to kill Jean gray. it's like, dude, you, you know, something's wrong, right? Like yeah. she, that the girl that you know, wouldn't kill her.
0: Right. And like, they're Just like, no, it. it's because she's really upset that Charles lied to her. I'm like, uh, that's a little weak for me. I know. Like, take a poop. <laughs> this isn't,
1: this isn't going to do it. Who, so you think, oh, the other thing was funny. One of the Magneto scenes when they were like about to fight Jessica Chastain and they all show up like in the city, like to like attack. And it's yeah. like, you know, the guys who want to kill Jean Grey versus the guys who who don't. And Magneto pulls a subway out from underground. Yeah. And then just kind of like leaves it there. Like, I don't think it had
0: any actual effect. Well, he pulled it in front of the door, so like they couldn't get in the door.
1: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I was like, because I'm like, he didn't need it to open the door. And like they eventually got in anyway. Right. But I was like, this is cool, a, a cool It was thing. a cool scene. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like,
0: here comes the subway. And then I'm and like, what are you gonna do with it? And It's like, ah, I'm just gonna leave it here for later. But one of his best lines in that scene, first of all, how about Cyclops dropping a hard F? Did not see that coming either. Like, what movie? And it came from? out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'll, if you touch her, I'll fucking kill you. And you're like, whoa, whoa. I was like, like yo, you know, my man means business. Yeah, and then um, in a PG-13 movie too, strange. But like when uh, he's like, hello, old friend. And uh, fastbender's like, stop. Stop with the old friend shit. Like there's always a speech. You always try to talk me out. Like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. Like oh I thought God. that was great. <laughs> like, the best writing to me is like, don't, like, don't do this whole thing. Just us and them and peace and just cut the shit. Yeah. Come like, on. We're going to, she dies. Come <laughs> yeah. on.
1: Yep. We're going to, we're going to kill her. So the other thing I read a while ago was they screened the movie. They made the movie cause they filmed this in like 2017 or whatever. Like this is not yeah. a recent movie that they make. So again, it was supposed to be out last year. It got pushed this year. So they screened it and audiences surprisingly did not like it. Yeah. And so the whole like final act of the movie was originally, I believe, in outer space. And they yep. said, all right, we'll dump that. And that whole train sequence was added new? In later. But everything on the train is new. So that wasn't even in the original movie. Huh. So, like, basically, because <laughs> it's funny, I had heard that. Like, I don't know how. I, I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, they're like the train sequence at the end. So that's when I knew, all right, here we go. Here's the ending is like when they cut away and it's like, and there was some decent stuff like them shooting guys off of the thing and the fights inside, like the cable cars and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently that was all added. And I was like, because okay. they, they scrapped the whole third act of the movie. Yeah. yeah. They dumped it. So obviously not. <laughs> how many, how many times can a movie be completely reshot or at least have like a third of the movie reshot and have it be good. Probably, yeah. probably none. I yeah, can't imagine yeah, okay. that exists. All right. So if you were, if you were making, if you were in charge of the MCU, and I guess there's still a lot to be determined on what they're mm-hmm. going to do with these characters now anyway, would you want to bring in the X-Men? And if so,
0: how would you even go about doing it? I think, so what you have to go to next in my head, you know, if I'm Kevin Feige, right? Yeah, We've done, we've done infinity stuff. Like that's, that's all well and good That was one of the Greatest achievements In cinema history mm-hmm. There I said it um, You have to You can go a, a couple of ways You can go Civil War 2 Actually you can't anymore You can't do Civil War 2 anymore Because that, No No you can't You'd have to change out. You'd have to swap out A character Right Not to give the, anything We won't give yeah. that away But basically yeah. One major character Who goes away <laughs> In Endgame You'd Is need very swap. important In Civil War 2 You need to swap Somebody out So do you go Secret Wars Probably, which is then you can add. So how I would do that because Secret Wars deals with is it Skrull? Is it Skrull and Kree like uh, that whole thing? Yeah. yeah, I think so. So you need some outer. You need a way to get it out outer space, and maybe right. that's when you call in the X Men because they need the X Wing. <sighs> like you need the Blackbird to get them out there. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Then you get, like... So then you bring in Fantastic Four. But then in order to do that, you need to have, like, Fantastic Four involved. And, like... Because the only thing left... The only thing bigger than Thanos is Galactus, right? Uh, Well, I mean, you get into all, like, the... The, What do they call them? The... uh...
1: Celestials, yeah, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even remember. I haven't read Secret Wars in forever, so I couldn't even tell you what the fuck that's about. You guys can let us know on the on the
0: email and on the Twitter. Yeah, it's been a while for me too, but I believe it's like a the the scroll Isn't that crease
1: scroll it might be.
0: Yeah, but either way, worth a Google. no I guess the other my other question would
1: be like, is would you want Hugh Jackman or no Ryan Reynolds or anybody like that to be involved?
0: Uh, not Hugh Jackman. Yeah, so you think he's done? I think his, you his recast. Woman. I think you yeah. recast it. I think you you have to right. But
1: like they're they're talking about doing another Deadpool movie, and it might just be either X Force or it might be Deadpool three. And I guess the question would be: Is that just going to be its own thing, or are they going to try to tie it in? Um,
0: I think they'll tr- they'll tie it in as a joke. Oh, I gotcha, Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe. Uh, let me see. I'm just looking at the plot summary. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it deals with, like, aliens and stuff. But in Secret Wars, uh, you have to introduce, like, Dr. Doom. So, Dr. Um, Doom, they absolutely have to bring in. They need to bring him in.
1: He'll be a great villain. Now, he's obviously not as, like... He's not, like, like Thanos in that sense.
0: But he is an unbelievable... He's one of the best Marvel villains, for sure. But in this whole thing, I mean, like I said, you have the Avengers, X-Men, and the Fantastic Four all together. Right. Because in the Secret Wars, like... I remember now, like Magneto is like super heavily involved in the whole thing. Well, it's funny too. Just reading
1: the the thing, it says uh, numerous tie-in miniseries and ongoing titles fleshed out the event of Secret Wars, with many of them revisiting previous Marvel events
0: such as Civil War, Age of Apocalypse, Days of Future Past, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Armor Wars, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at some of the artwork, and it looks like Daredevil's in it too. <sighs> They already got the guy. Charlie Cox can do it. He can do it. Bring him I bring him back for the movies. He's the man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so this was kind of a uh
0: I guess it's no surprise. I mean, this I didn't expect this to be very good, but No, it's it wasn't great, but you hate to see something that's been going on for 19 years. But you yeah. know what it did though? I left the theater and I had this the singular thought that I had was that this made me appreciate the MCU so much more. Mm-hmm. Because how many movies? It's twelve movies for X Men. Yeah. Well, again, and just the, Deadpool. Yeah. The steady decline of the quality of these movies, whereas was it twenty three or twenty two, yeah. and in the MCU that yeah. just got consistently like better and better. They get a little bit better. It Although, just, again, that's crazy.
1: But if you take like Logan, like there was a spike towards the end. But that's Logan also, was great. That's also very different.
0: But it's also like a one off too.
1: Yeah. It's like if you look at them as. There's like the original trilogy, basically. Then there was also the um origins. I guess this was like a four-part. If you go first class, future past, apocalypse, and this. That's like a yep. four-parter. And then if you want to call it a Wolverine trilogy, that starts with the worst movie ever, goes to a middle, <laughs> a very middle of the road movie. Very average movie.
0: movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you the, introduce you introduce the main villain with five minutes left yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And he's killed I, immediately.
1: I also think now. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do this and obviously Netflix isn't doing it, but maybe on Disney plus is if you take a couple of characters that you want to do and kind of do it in a series like that and see what you can get. Cause there's some
0: really, really good characters within the X-Men. Well, maybe you just make it a series make it a TV series. That's what saying. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch. that. Would you, the only question I have for you is, yes. would you have liked to have seen Hugh Jackman show up at some point in this? I kind of did. I was
1: like, I was like probably an hour and a half into the movie and I'm like, I could go for a Wolverine pop in. Because like or, even in an apocalypse. Remember, yeah. like they're because they were trying to set up Mr. Sinister and all that stuff. Yeah. And then
0: that just kind of went to, that <laughs> led to they nowhere. Nothing, nothing with that. That went to nowhere. Um the scene at the end where Xavier's in France, it would have been in instead of Magneto showing up, it would have been good to see like Wolverine. Jackman like sit down next to him. Yeah, that would have been and have like just like more a, like conversation than this. And obviously, yeah. you see
1: Phoenix kind of flying in the sky, so you know she's mm-hmm. still around. But oh, then the other thing is uh, the New Mutants. I think is technically in this universe, this we'll, kind of loose universe. We'll see. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> if that movie comes out, if yeah, the if movie, if they, they don't release out. it, if I wrote a letter to the studio, I wonder if they would send me a copy. Just
0: send me so, a copy, like uh, like I'll, I'll sign. It. It. Well, like both of us will sign like a non disclosure. Like we yeah. won't. Won't talk about it, won't talk about it. I just need to see it. I would like to see it. I mean, I'm very intrigued by it, yep. but
1: they're just setting that thing up to fail. Yep, but anyway, anything else on Dark Phoenix?
0: No, just All right. skip it. This is uh, yeah, just forget it instantly, just, forgettable, Pat. It is it's very, very forgettable. Right, let's get to the pick of the podcast. All right, let's hit it. Pick of the bomb, pick of the bomb, pick of the bomb. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may defend a goal? I will receive, okay. Um, so a show I I do a lot of Netflix. I mean, that's just kind of the way we go now, but there was a movie that John Favreau wrote, directed and starred in called chef. Have you seen that movie? No, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I haven't Uh, seen it. Your wife would very much like it. Yes. Um, great cameos in that movie. Um, but spinning off of that, John Favreau, um, when he was making that movie, he talked with this guy. This is a terrible name, but his name's Roy Choi. (laughs) Okay. Oh, and I'm Roy sure. Choi essentially started the whole food truck craze. Oh, I know exactly um, who you're talking about. Yeah. And so Roy Choi was like kind of like the inspiration. They started writing the script and realized that it was like this guy's life was what they were telling. So he, he brought Choi on to like be a consultant. So he's like, I, I'm only going to help you with this movie. If you do the cooking, right. If you actually learn how to cook and like, because mm. a lot of people screw that up and chefs get really pissed. So, long story short, they started the show now called the Chef show okay and so it's John Favreau and Roy Choi basically going to different restaurants and like learning how to cook and how the, the restaurant industry it's not like a regular cooking show because John favreau like is still learning mm-hmm. so it's them teaching him why things work and how restaurants work as he like learns it on the fly which is kind of cool but the second episode he has amazing guests and at dinner it's John Favreau. Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, the Russo brothers, and Kevin Feige, like, all sitting around a table. Holy smokes. And it's just, like, them talking about the MCU and why it worked and how Favreau and Downey Jr., like, they, the Iron Man, they they had to push it back because they didn't want to compete with Batman Begins. They just came out in the same year. Oh, funny. So, and, like, how all of that worked out. And it's, like, a fascinating show with, like, it's a good cooking show, but also, like, I think the first two guests he has on the show are Gwyneth Paltrow and Bill Burr. Oh, well, I like Bill Burr. Yeah, so like, just, is
1: that the so is that the show where it, it was revealed that Gwyneth Paltrow didn't realize she was in Homecoming?
0: Yes. Okay. Because I saw that clip, and and there was they real that's the story. It just came out recently, but it came from the show where by the time Tom Holland was hired to be Spider Man, to his first day of shooting was four days. Holy smokes! So like he got the call that he was in it, and they're like, "You have to come and film this in four days." Wow! I so that it's actually absolutely crushes it. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's an, uh but it's the last part about it. So like the reason that um, Favreau met Roy Choi is the end now. It's become like a tradition. Like his food truck, I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow actually hired his food truck to come to set and feed everybody. Like she oh, awesome. like feed, the, and that's how they met. Oh, so that's
1: pretty that's what, cool. Yeah. I like so
0: that. Watch that show. It's called That's Chef Show.
1: Uh, I got two quick ones. Uh, one, I am all in
0: now on the TV show Big Little Lies. Have you oh seen this? God. No. Dude, Big Little Lies, good show. Uh, by the way, my wife is... uh is she in? And this is a little crass. I'm going to oh. say this, but it's a little working a little blue. It is balls deep in Riverdale right now. Oh, good for her. She'll hit like three episodes a night. Oh, tell her that I love it. Tell her I that know. is it crazy? Yes. Does it get crazier? Yes. She ends every episode going what?
1: Like that's every the only episode. way you can. It's and then you <laughs> and then I swear to God they play the exact same music. They do. In, as Friday Night Lights. Listen yeah, to it sounds the, like it. No, yeah. the end, like the end, like so when they when they roll credits, yeah. it sounds like the Friday Night Lights credits. I'll I'll, ch- anyway, I'll check it out. Take, take a listen for that. But Big Little Lies. Season two just started on HBO. Season one is only seven episodes, and they're like 55 minutes or whatever. It's good. It's good. I would give it, I'd give it a go if you're looking for a program. It's good. It's good. The other thing, the other uh, pick I have for you is a podcast. Oh, boy. It's called Eli Roth's History of Horror. Oh. And so basically, you don't shutter the channel. Yes. I think it's basically... You know when they do like those different shows and it's like an interview setting and you just get like people responding to stuff? Yep. I think they just take those and make them a podcast. So the thing is, you got to kind of look at it. They have like 12 episodes available and only on a few that I found so far is Eli Roth actually sitting there with the guest. Other times, it's just like somebody trying to get answers out of people. So those episodes are useless. I wouldn't listen to those. But uh, because Eli Roth obviously is such a horror fan he's a horror director and all this other stuff so there's him with stephen king there's him with quentin tarantino and there's him with the combination of rob zombie and greg nicotero awesome and they're just shooting the shit talking about horror movies it's awesome Awesome. so check Um, out that podcast
0: similarly i do have now i have another name you sprung to mind now right okay um while watching the hockey playoffs and this is the last time i'll mention it uh, when wayne gretzky was on he mentioned his podcast it's
1: called the
0: The great one-on-one Oh, very the great nice. one on one nice in which he interviews like current and former hockey players. Oh, that's and some good. of it's fascinating. Is it? Like, okay, yeah. Just cool. like sure. having him talk to players like uh, if you're a hockey fan, you should check that out. Very good.
1: Uh, next week on the podcast. I think TBD. We got another movie. We got to see for TBD. Uh, we a weekend. Off.
0: Out. We got Shaft. Coming out tomorrow, I'm not Men, and, Men in Black, which is getting smoked. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that either. Uh, those are the two that are coming out next week. And so then Jessica we have like
1: Jones. We'll do a Jessica Jones episode, but we'll give everybody plenty of time. You going to see give it. us like
0: three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's we'll no way I'm burning. I'm not burning through that thing in a week. No, neither yeah, am I. It, yeah, and nobody I there's nobody else. Yeah, but that's on the list. We'll come up with something. It'll be good because we've been doing so many goddamn
1: TV and movie reviews. So we'll come up with something different. Maybe we do like a Keanu Reeves episode. We could do a, a Keanu. We could. Yeah, you know, something something will pop up. Something will pop in. We'll figure yeah. it. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. I'm we also could it. do like all the Spider-Man movies too, because that's coming. The new ones coming out in July. Up. That's coming up. You can rate, review, and subscribe to hashtag Dork on the iTunes or anywhere else. Leave us a review. That's very very kind if you do that. You can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there at YouTube.com/slash dorkpodcast. And it is the summer season, so Davey's back in the Twitch game.
0: I'm trying to. It's it's been of a it's a crazy summer right now. Mm-hmm. Um I'm moving. I'm in the process of moving. Oh, so boy. that's a, so you oh, have yeah. a whole new uh a whole new setup, setup in about a about a month's time. I'll wow. have a whole new setup. Um it'll be a home based studio, which would be nice. Uh, I'll have my own little sp- this it. I won't be in my classroom anymore. Okay. It's nice. A little bit of separation. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's yeah. good.
1: All right. Well, you can check out uh David Arvon D and, again, us, uh, Dork Podcast, uh, Every Which Way. Thanks for listening to this episode. Let us know what you guys thought of Dark Phoenix and the X-Men movies and all that stuff. Uh, Ryan, I thought this was another perfect episode. You nailed it.